Hello everyone. Welcome to Miss Mama Reads. In this podcast is where I read my own homemade short stories. These stories can vary from little romantic comedy or based on true life to full-on series of fantasy or science fiction. Mind you that most of these stories are not written for a younger audience, and parental guidance is advised for children under the age of 13. This time we are starting a series. The story I wrote three years ago is a lot longer than the stories you have heard before, and it would take me too long to finish this in only one sitting. The story will be done per chapter, and I can already tell you I will have a lot of fun with these characters. It's actually a fan fiction of a BBC radio drama series called Cabin Pressure. And even though the story has multiple male characters, I'll be voicing them all. So here we go with chapter one. The story of this week is called Intoxicated. Chapter 1 Douglas? The genuine Patek Philippe played the tune of The Simpsons again, and Martin opened his eyes. It was still dark in his small room. Got to be kidding me, he thought sleepy. He yawned. He checked the time with the clock on his phone. It was indeed seven in the morning. Time for the airline pilot to get up. Martin moaned but decided to get out of bed. He cleverly bumped his head just slightly to the ceiling. Since after all these years, he still forgot that he was taller than the room. It did not happen often, something being shorter than him. Luckily, he had his airline pilot hat close to him to cover up the bumps. After a short shower, he checked his phone again for any missed calls or messages. He had bought it in Paris, after the other one mysteriously had disappeared from his room. Even though he had complained to the man at service desk, and then the woman at service desk, and then to Carolyn, they were not able to retrieve his phone. With the last bit of his small salary, he had bought this one. It was a nice phone, but he still was not used to those French settings. He had tried many times to change the language, but it still got stuck on French. It was at least better than Chinese. He had at least an idea what the words on the screen meant. He now noticed the three messages, which were cleverly hidden under the tab Message. They were all sent between 3 and 4 in the morning, and the first two were from Douglas. The last message was sent from Arthur's fifth hand phone. The first message said, Where are you? The second message was almost the same, but had some spelling mistakes. 
that was not like Douglas at all. Morton frowned in confusion at his phone. Arthur's message stated the same. Why did they want to know where he was? It wasn't like he would be anywhere else beside his room. Martin stared at the text with a sleepy confusion. Nothing had happened since they arrived yesterday from Paris with their small airline company. Carolyn had been bossing everyone around, as usual. Douglas had been trying to steal the Talisker. Arthur had horribly failed to protect the Talisker. So everything had been business like usual. He texted back to both men during breakfast, pondering why they had texted him at such hours, and why a text, and not just a simple phone call. An hour later, one of the students who lived in the same house as Martin knocked on his door. Martin, who was reading a book with an airplane on the cover, looked up. What is it, Andrew? Some people are here for you, Mr. Creef answered Andrew. He looked a bit worried. They said you to hurry. Martin put the book down and got up, again bumping his head. Probably Carolyn got another job. He thought while rubbing his head. He grabbed his emergency pilot bag and his hat and went downstairs. There was a car waiting outside in the further empty street, but it was not Carolyn's. Martin walked slowly to the vehicle, trying to look inside. The window on the driver's seat went down. Skip! Hurry up! yelled Arthur from the driver's seat. Arthur made wild gestures with his hand, motioning Martin to come over. Martin quickly walked up to the car. He saw Douglas sitting next to Arthur with a very fancy pair of shades over his eyes and a little smirk on his lips. He did not say anything yet. What's all this fuss, Arthur? What's going on? Martin asked. He walked to the trunk of the car and put his flight back in there. I'll explain everything on the way. Please get in. Is this your car? Martin opened the car door and backed away in disgust. Ew! What, what is that smell? If it smells like duffel coats, that is the normal smell. Arthur quickly replied. Now get in so we can go! What do you mean by if it smells like? Asked Martin while he sat down and regrettably closed the door. Do you mean I have to smell something different as well? It was silent for a moment, while Arthur tried to get the car started again. No? Arthur! Arthur fidgeted with some buttons and tried to start the car again. There was some noise, but not a good sounding one. Arthur looked panicky. Suddenly he smacked his hands on the dashboard, roaring and telling the car how bad she was. You bad car! Start already! I said start, you bad, bad car! 
Martin was slightly shocked. Arthur was not like this. Not often, in any case. Arthur? He said with a soothing voice. What is going on? It, it is Douglas, Skip! Said Arthur with panic in his voice. He looked at the airline pilot with fear in his eyes. Martin almost forgot about the first officer. He was still sitting in the front seat, with his shades over his eyes and a little smirk on his face. He had not moved for the whole time, nor had he said anything. That was odd. Douglas not saying anything. He would normally would have given at least three quips and a verbal lash. Martin finally recognized the smell. Underneath the thick, damp smell of duffel coats, Martin smelled alcohol. What happened? Arthur started crying. I... I, I think he's dead. Skip. This was chapter one. There are many chapters to go, and as I said, this is a fanfiction that I wrote three years ago. I can understand that some jokes will not find their goal with you, but when I was looking at my old stories to use for the podcast, I really liked this story while reading it, and I liked it enough to give it a try and to actually give it life and let you listen to it. And if you like this story, I highly recommend to listen to the original radio drama. Uh, Cabin Pressure has given me a lot of laughs, and there are so many amazing characters. And the cast itself is amazing. I fell in love with the voice of Roger Allen, and I already had a crush on Benedict Cumberbatch's voice from BBC Sherlock. But everyone who helped make that radio drama, uh, or actually a comedy I must say, uh, did an amazing job. I hope you will be there for the next chapter. And if you have an idea for a story, or you want to ask me anything, or you want to contact me, uh, you can go to anchor.fm slash reads and send me a message. And this was it for now. I will see you next time. Have a great week.